Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hands on Safety. We are so happy to be back with you today, getting toward the end of the summer. Hopefully, it'll be getting cooler soon. Um, and in the meantime, we'll just all sit indoors and talk about safety and stay cool until the summer's over. Um, as usual today, we have George with us. Hello, everybody. And Megan. Hello. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and today, Everybody. as our guest, we have one of our favorite people, Amy Wilson, back Hello. to talk about a new project she's starting. We need some like yeah. fanfare inserted here. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, tell us tell us about Safety Positive Foundation. Yeah. So, Safety Positive Foundation is a uh, new non for profit that uh, I launched in uh, March of this year. It's an organization that focuses on teaching the blind and visually impaired community to take a proactive approach towards their uh, personal safety. And uh, so that's kind of like the the short version of it. Mm -hmm. um, I also kind of look at it as um, our long-term goal is to serve as a uh, warehouse of training and resources of um, personal safety as as well. Um, so that's that's kind of our our short short versions as as far as that goes. So you were uh, the last time we talked to you, you were uh, the director of the seed program through Strive, which is um, safety education and empowering defense. Um, so how is Sa safety positive foundation different from that program, or how is it similar? So um, I don't kind of look at, I guess, different, similar, um, but um, where Safety Positive Foundation is, we are spending the first year in focusing on the psychological safety and my experience of, you know, teaching, um, you know, whether it was when I was teaching the One Touch program or when I was teaching with the SEED program. I watched so many students, you know, when we're teaching those that physical safety, that they would freeze up um, and they wouldn't communicate. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, my goodness, we've got, you know, we've got major problems here. If you cannot learn to speak up for yourself, um, the chances of you performing a hands-on technique in that moment when you really need it are slim to none. Um, and I've experienced it myself. I mean, I've I've been on the podcast before. I've talked about, you know, I've got judo, wrestling, you know, I've trained in martial arts and self-defense and, and all these different things. And even in my experience, I froze because mm -hmm. I've not practiced the those communication skills. And so I wanted to be able to bring a program that would really facilitate in uh, teaching people to speak up for themselves. And so we've been able to do that with Safety Positive Foundation. And also one of the other things that we do in our organization is we do weekly tea time discussions. And so that is something I'm I'm very excited about um, because um, in in all the years. So many people, so many conversations I've had 
And of course, you guys, I mean, it's Hands-On Safety Podcast. You guys have talked with people about safety concerns that they, you know, well, they teach safety or um, offer different safety things. Mm -hmm. But so many people in our blind and visually impaired community have different fears. And one of the ways that we can help to de-escalate those fears is by having conversations about those different topics. And so we do that with our weekly tea times. And after having, you know, a few months of those different tea times, we started noticing some different themes that were kind of pointing out. And so it kind of brought us out to where we started offering this month, actually, a new journeys tea time to where people who are new to blindness or if who have had significant um, eye adjustments. So, um, you know, your your vision significantly got worse um, and you want to talk about personal safety. We have what the, you know, the new journeys tea time as this podcast is being recorded tonight. We're having our blind survivors tea time. And then next month, we're actually having a family tea time. So the whole family can have the discussion um, when it comes to personal safety. Same thing with the the blind survivors where we're focusing on the the personal safety aspect of it. Again, because when we're having these conversations, it can really de-escalate our our fears. Same thing with the the communication system. Um, we teach a program called Verbal Craft. I remember when I took this training myself, I felt like I had won the lottery or something because it helped me to recognize so many things, um, not only for myself, but like different patterns that I noticed from people um, both in and outside the blind community that people tended to um, use as almost like verbal weapons that I could start utilizing as tools myself that I was learning from this verbal craft program to help to communicate my own safety to help stop these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I, you know, got the magic potion or, you know, hocus pocus, uh, whatever the heck it was. But I just, it was, it was so amazing. And I could not wait to start sharing it with people um, because it wasn't just a, here's this blanket statement, say this. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was it was a formula where people could mix and match and, and say different things and, and stuff like that. So essentially, it's the psychological safety that we are focusing on for, for this year. And then next year, we are focusing on the physical safety aspect. So we really want people to understand you've got to have your psychological safety under control before you can start building onto that physical safety aspect of it. Um, people want to learn the ninja stuff. It's cool. I agree. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a ninja. Everybody does. I really get it. But psychological safety is essential. You got to have that that part um, under control first. So. Definitely. And I love these emails that you send out every week that just kind of highlights a different area of that safety and, and how to think about uh, different aspects of safety and talking about it. And then also, you know, including your upcoming events. Um, I love that you offer different 
books that can help you get on this path as well? Yes, we try to with, you know, with our newsletters, with our tea time, um, even we, we have a YouTube channel. We want to offer as much free resources as possible to people because, you know, honestly, when it comes to personal safety, there's limited resources out there for our, our blind and visually impaired community. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I keep coming back to you guys. I mean, there's you guys, there's Safety Positive Foundation, there's a few other groups out there, but there's there's really not, you know, as much as I would like to see. So I'm always excited to to work with people. Um, and that's, you know, why I want Safety Positive to build that warehouse so that way people know where to go and find the resources um, because it's it's so very vital to our survival mm-hmm. um, in this crazy world we're in right now. <laughs> So are the the tea times um, in-person, virtual, combination of both? Everything we do is virtual right now. We do not offer anything um, that's that's in person. Um, We are starting to think about doing some local stuff um, or in-person stuff, but it's kind of as people request it. Um, But everything we do is virtual because transportation can be such an issue within the the BVI community that we wanted to make sure that people could um, attend it um, no matter where they're at. Um, And we have people attending coast to coast and even Hawaii. So um, I I, I really like that we we got people from um, all all the different time zones Um, makes it quite interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I bet it does. That's great. And you're getting people from all kinds of different cultures and um, experiences and uh, just even in the different areas of the country that that lends a lot to the diversity of the conversation. It so it absolutely does, because like our tea times, they're an hour long. We spend like the first 15 minutes, 30 minutes kind of discussing the topic for the week where we're sharing our thoughts, our resources, our information about the topic. But mm-hmm. then the last half hour, we, we really want people to engage and share, you know, their questions, their thoughts. Um, so it's made for some very interesting uh, tea times. <laughs> Bet. And uh, how often do you do these tea times? Um, no, you said our- some of them are monthly, but. Yep. Our new ones are monthly, but we do them every single week. We took July off because, you know, it's convention season, right. summer, vacations, all that stuff. But um, every uh, every week. So like in August, we've been focusing on personal safety goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, September, it's all about transportation. Um, and then, of course, you can look up what um, each theme is on our website and, and all that sort of fun stuff. Nice. Yeah. I was just about to ask if you had uh, a website with um, resources on each of these topics. Yes, we do. Yep. We um, are fortunate enough that I've been able to have somebody to help me to uh, keep my website updated. We're working on growing to add more stuff onto the website all the time. And yeah, we keep the the Tea Time page updated uh, pretty, pretty frequent because that is pretty much our most most popular thing at at this point um mm-hmm. just because uh, everybody likes to to talk about the the hot tea so awesome <laughs> you've um and i think one of your gifts really is is getting out there and networking with people and you know letting people know about things and getting people involved and so um you know i know you've been doing a lot of traveling lately and we were talking about how you were uh, before the show, we were talking about how you were, you know, working convention this year and what kind of response are you getting 
when you get out there and, and talk to people in person about this? People are very, very excited. People want to learn more on how they can communicate um, their their personal safety needs, wants. You know, they understand that, you know, that there is a struggle in times of, you know, communicating. Um, you know, so I, I do run across some people that they're like, well, I don't I don't have that issue. I can speak up for myself. You know, I want to learn the physical safety stuff. And I'm like, OK, mm -hmm. it is coming. We're going to make that happen. No problem. And they're like, OK. And we get people that, you know, want to teach, you know, that transition age and, and things. I'm like, we serve people young, old and everything in between. Like, <laughs> right. you know, I, I do not, you know, it, it does not matter to me because I've heard this, the stories over the years. And so I, you know, and the more stories I hear, the more that I'm going to figure out a way to where we can serve those that you know, that essentially that, that need the different, different services. Um, and that's why, you know, again, like I said earlier, you know, we've created the different tea times that, that we have because we realized in our weekly tea times over the first, you know, two or three months, we had people that were who, you know, who were survivors who were, you know, trying to share survivor stories on the weekly tea time. And it's like, okay, I understand you're wanting to share this is not the time or the place, you know, we don't mm -hmm. want to emotionally hijack people, um, you know, and so let's make sure we're giving, you know, providing a safe space for people to be able to share to, you know, maybe get some healing. And so we we're fortunate enough to be able to to provide that. So um, I'm so blessed that I get to be the boss lady to make that. <laughs> make those kind of calls. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do you foresee growing a, like a community, uh, an online community where people can get together and have these conversations amongst themselves? Or is that something that might be part of your future plans? Yes. So we are actually working on, um, there is an app called um, Mighty Network that we have created a space um, safety positive foundation that people can go and uh, join that again, it's brand spanking new. So we're still mm -hmm. trying to figure out all the, the different pieces, but it will be our online community where people can go um, talk with other, other individuals, you know, depending on if they're different tea time groups or maybe they want to take classes because um, we're working on some different pieces and, and things like that. But essentially, that is going to be another layer of uh, services that we that we're going to be offering. Um, and so uh, we are very much looking forward to to that as one of our um, as one of our services uh, slash, I guess, programs. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it'll definitely be a, a, a community platform for us. Great. That's really good. I love that. I think that's yeah. that's important to get people together, you know, not only in organized meetings, but getting them in touch with each other for that ongoing support. Correct. Well, and the nice part about it is, is like, we'll be able to put the Zoom link right there in the app and then people, all they got to do is, you know, click it and bam, you're in the meeting. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be, be nice once we kind of get all those different pieces 
added into it. Um, again, like what we, you know, we, we're pretty passionate about saying it and safety positive. It's a work in progress. Um, <laughs> if we if we don't have it figured it out yet, it's a work in progress. We're going to get it figured out. If there's a mm-hmm. will, there's a way. So no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you will. You will definitely get it figured out. Yeah, and and, and you guys have heard me say that before. Um, oh yeah, I, I know. I know you have. What's well, working? Price. It's been my personal motto for a long time, <laughs> but uh, the whole team's adopted it at this okay. point. Good. How many? Uh, how many people you got on your team now? I think there's about six of us okay. um, working on different things between the team. You know, just the. Uh, volunteers, board members, and uh, I've not done as much recruiting as far as volunteers as I probably should have. So if you're interested in being part of the volunteer team, you know, you can reach out on the website, but uh, (laughs) shameless plug there. But (laughs) no, uh, no doubt about uh, it. I think all non-for-profits are always looking for for volunteers, Absolutely. but uh, you know, we've been, we've been trucking right along slowly, but surely, but again, work in progress. (laughs) Good. You started this back in March, right, Amy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still pretty new. So. Absolutely. Yep. Still, yeah. I, think- I can't believe it's only been since March. Right. <laughs> yep. This is, this is really blown up in the last few months. And I think between our tea times, presentations, classes and stuff like that, I think we've already served around 400 people um just in that time so um fantastic yeah i know i'm I'm pretty proud of that just in that (laughs) that short time we've we've really taken off that's great very cool so when you do start working more toward the physical safety do you have plans to start um like training trainers or instructors or you going to keep it small what are your what are your plans in that direction or do you know yet so we are going to probably keep it small um, in the beginning. And essentially the plan is because even with our verbal craft system and with, so with like our, our hands-on system, we do know what self-defense uh, program we're going to get trained in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'd be able to train, um, you know, get, get people trained in that system as well. But I want to make sure that whatever it is when we're when we're bringing on people to to get certified in those those programs that we've got a list of students ready to go mm-hmm. i don't want to bring people on to become instructors in our programs until we've got a list of students ready to beat down the door at that point right. i don't think it's i don't think it's fair to the the people we'd have trained as instructors i want to grow slow and steady Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of what we're what we're looking at. I know the need is there, but we've got a lot of uh, marketing to do before we get there, and that's why I want to I want to make sure that we're 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 doing it the uh, the slow and steady method, and not just trying to bring on a, b- a bunch of people. I know that um, I already have a few people that want to get trained in the verbal craft system. And um, I basically have just said, I'm, I'll put you on the waiting list. And, uh, you know, when when we're ready, I will absolutely call you. But we're just we're just not there yet. So, yeah. okay. George, you're awful quiet over there. You got any any questions or comments? No, I'm just listening. I'm just like, you know, learning, learning more about the program. You know, I know a little bit about it, but not as much. So this is my time to learn stuff. Question is, what's your end game? I mean, how many do you wish to service, you know, a year? What's my end game? Yeah, in regards to like how many people would like to service uh, each year? 
So essentially, you know, as I was saying, you know, starting small, you know, if we can serve, you know, 500 people by the end of the year, I'm going to be thrilled. If we can serve a thousand people, 1500 people by next year, I'm going to be very happy if we can, (laughs) you know, break numbers and and do all that sort of stuff. Again, I'm happy. But ultimately, my goal is I want Safety Positive Foundation to be known as the resource for personal safety for the blind and visually impaired. If people in the blind and visually impaired community think personal safety and they want training in safety education, self-defense, you know, they're thinking about getting martial arts training, they come to us and um, we can refer them to places to get training. We can um, offer, you know, offer them training ourselves, but either way, we're able to, you know, either train them ourselves or direct them to somebody else in their local areas to, to get training. I don't want people in the blind and visually impaired community to spend Five hundred, a thousand dollars to get a weekend of training, and then you know have to go a year without training. I would, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd like to be able. You know, one of the programs we're actually thinking about, or we're actually working on developing, is to where we can work with martial arts uh, instructors to where we can refer them, you know, where we can train them and how to work with the blind and visually impaired. And then, you know, when we start, you know, having people um, in the blind and visually impaired community go, well, I'd like martial arts training, but I don't know where to go. Well, where do you live? We will help connect you with people in your local area to to go get training or, you know, maybe you're you're at a at a blind, you know, blind convention or something like that. Bam. Safety positive is there. We, you know, we can do some in-person training with you there. Um, you want some safety education training? Look at this. We've got, you know, five or six different events going on virtually throughout the month. You can attend one of our one of our events. You know, maybe there's somebody else that we've partnered with that's doing something. You can you can work with them. I don't I don't want people in the personal safety space to think of us as competition. I want people to think of us as partners. There's Lots of blind and visually impaired individuals out there. I think I heard a statistic in the last week or so where it's like 258 million blind people worldwide. Um, So there's a lot of people out there that need personal safety training. And so I want to make sure that that people are, are getting the training that they need. I know that there's a lot of people out there that that like, you know, have different preferences on what styles uh, when it comes to to martial arts or the different safety education and, and, and things like that. So I'm not here to be like, well, you can only learn this style. Like, no, um, I, I believe that uh, safety is a choice. And I just want to make sure that people are are getting their choices, making sure that they're being a uh, safety positive. So, um, if, if, uh, as we, as we like to say here in safety positive, be on brand, you know, be, be safety positive. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole thing going on there. I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's the, that's the long-term, uh, you know, long-term thing. Cause I just, I get where people, you know, want to have the, the one program or the one thing, but I just feel like there's enough for everybody and there's just 
There's lots of programs. For example, George, like I know you teach the RAD program. You know, there, there's it, it can be adapted for the blind and visually impaired. You know, and we can we can teach that to the the blind and visually impaired community. Um, it could be a service that can be you know offered within Safety Positive. So, you know, it's one of the things that we're actually looking into. So I, I'm just I'm I'm probably getting on my soapbox here, but <laughs> I'm just I'm just that passionate about wanting to make sure that people have choices when it comes mm-hmm. to their personal safety. That's that's the whole that's that's my end game. I just want to make sure people have their choices. And I really like the idea of of networking with people in in various areas so that you can connect somebody to people in their area that might be able to help them learn more or help them with the physical aspects of self-defense or martial arts, because there are already tons of people out there teaching a variety of martial arts disciplines and self-defense and rad and, you know, but who have no idea how to work with someone who's visually impaired or may not even want to try to work with someone who's visually impaired. So getting that information out there um, to as many people in the community who offer those services as possible, I think is a wonderful idea. Instead of focusing on, you know, having a specific program. I've, I've heard so many stories from people in, you know, in the blind community where they've done that. Well, I was turned away from my local dojo because they didn't want to work with a blind person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's BS. You know, we can, we can work with them. We can, we can offer training to where, you know, we can make sure that they understand it's, it's not that hard. We can teach them, you know, X, Y, and Z, and then they're off to the races, you know, and, and, and make sure that they, you know, kind of stay up on it or, you know, work with their instructors or, or whatever, but just to make sure that, you know, it's, it's not that, not that difficult. They're not, they don't feel like they got to reinvent the wheel type, type situation, but there are tons of people, you know, in the blind community who want this kind of training. And it's not like that they have to feel like they've got to go out and find the blind community. No, we'll find them for you and we'll refer them to you. Like, well, we'll make it easy for you. We promise. Right. I like it. We'll find it for you. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> we promise yeah. they're there. You got contacts. You got some. Amy's like, I will hunt them down. <laughs> yeah. I promise. I'll go find them for you. <laughs> I know, I know people. I know right? people. I know people who know people. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Exactly. <laughs> There's a method to the madness. <laughs> so you so, already, oh, go ahead, Megan. Sorry. I have kind of maybe potentially a silly question. So is SPF and OneTouch completely different entities? Yes, absolutely. Okay. No, I just wanted to clarify that because we've talked about that before. We've talked about seed. And we're not we're not talking about SPF, so I just wanted to make sure that I was on the same page as everybody else. Yep, yep, nope. They're like from what Safety Positive is doing is completely hundred percent separate of One Touch Strive. Like definitely different because we're not looking at just being one program. Um, or one service, we're looking at being multiple different, having multiple different offerings. Right. Where with like one touch, it was one program. And same with, with the seed program, it was just one program. Mm-hmm. 
So I know you were trying to start small, um, but you've already got, you said in your tea times, you've already got some people from across the country. Do you see yourself going globally? You know, uh, probably. I don't know at what point, but that probably will eventually be be a thing. I just don't, I don't know at what, um, sure. at, at what point, so. Leslie stole my question. <laughs> it had well, and it's, literally it's, Megan's question written all over it. Oops. Well, was and, it written in thing, Braille? <laughs> well, and the thing is, is it's easy to go global when you're doing things virtual too. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that's like, if I was just doing things in person, okay, that, that timetable is a little different. But when you start doing things virtually, I mean, that could be next year for all I know. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know. But if people are like, we want you to do this, like, okay, you know, um, people need safety. And I'm, we're, we're off to the races. So. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me what time zone you're in. <laughs> yep, yep. Let, let's figure it out on the schedule and we're, right. we'll make it happen. There you go. People need safety. It's it's really important, especially mm-hmm. the crazy world that we live in these days. With that being said, since you're not global, if somebody were to be global, such as myself, um, here in Canada, would they be able to join the programs? Absolutely. At, time, at yep. the rec- time of this recording. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yep. We join would. Up, we would listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we would welcome anybody, uh, you know, but like tea times, verbal craft, or uh, we have our safety positive fundamentals, any of the stuff we're offering right now. Uh, if if you can make it on the day and time we have it scheduled, yeah, show up. <laughs> You're welcome to attend. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that when you were talking about the verbal craft stuff. Um, I had a scenario this week where um, I was going towards the end of the train, but I hadn't realized it. And I was I was just getting on the train to go somewhere um, here. And uh, somebody proceeded to come up behind me, not say anything, grab both of my arms and try to pull me backwards. At this point, I was not in danger, but I think they thought that I was going to mm-hmm. be in danger. And I proceeded to quite harshly tell him not to do that ever again. <laughs> um because you know it startled me Mm -hmm. yeah i'm like i i said to him i said you do not ever grab somebody like that and he just backed off and walked away thankfully but you know it was it was it was startling and so i come across very harsh in that kind of situation so i it's something you work on right so yeah um you know i'm sure other people do that as well so uh, yep, I, I've I've been uh, guilty of it myself. Um, I've watched other people do it as well, and it's something we actually talk about in in verbal craft. You know, we talk about uh, history of um, how you know blind individuals have been communicated with and been controlled in the past. Um, we talk about the different types of aggression and d- different types of like demands that people uh, are are given. Um, and then we talk about basically the ways to de-escalate people from those different interactions. It's like verbal gold. And the the guy that presented it to us, um, he's actually um, on on our board. His name's Andy Prisco, and he attended uh, 
convention. I got to meet him in person. He was at, at NFB convention with us and to watch him do it um, because it's so natural for him. I was just like stunned um, because, you know, when you, when it becomes very natural um, and now that I've been practicing it and I can start to, in some ways, do it natural, like whenever I used it on my ex-husband for the first time, that's <laughs> when I was like, yeah, <laughs> like that's the good stuff right there. You know, when you, when you surprise yourself, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a wordsmith ninja. <laughs> yeah. I'm a ninja. <laughs> those are the moments to celebrate for sure right absolutely does it work on dogs <laughs> well if it works on ex-husbands it'll work on anything in my opinion but, you know, <laughs> ex-husbands are kind of like dogs i guess so wow. you know <laughs> He's like, this is not a Barbie movie. <laughs> I have not watched the Barbie movie. Oh, no. no. <laughs> but my, my ex-husband's an, uh, a little extra, so I'm I'm not claiming that to all ex-husbands. Just let's public just disclaimer yours. right there. We'll just send him a, a copy of this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to respond to my text, but anywho. Mm, oh, well. <laughs> It is hard to I even even with practice when you when you get yourself in in a situation like that, it is hard to not freeze or not become aggressive out of fear. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I took every ounce of me not to throw my elbow back Mm -hmm. because that's an instinctive response. And, you know, I just I shook myself free and like turned around like I'm good. You don't need to do that. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> right. It sends your mind into the uh, primal brain mm-hmm. uh, response. You mm-hmm. know, you're not you're not into your your evolved brain where you're not you're not you're not thinking logically. So you're in that f- flight or f- uh, fight or flight. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, it's it, it's hard and it takes time for your brain to go. Okay. I'm not in crisis. My life's not in danger. And again, it takes takes lots of practice. Oh, yeah. I was actually on the phone with a friend at the time. So she heard everything that was going down. Right. And so I got on the train and I had to take a few deep breaths because I was just like, okay, I'm on the train. I'm okay. I don't know where this person went, but there's other people around. Like, I'm all right. Right. You know, and I, and I, I was angry. Um, like I settled myself down and then I was angry because I'm like, like, I can see where he's coming from, but you just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and people and I would love for those to be teachable moments where I calmly say, this is why we don't do that. And this is how you should handle this in the future. But that's not usually the way that goes. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> When it comes out of nowhere, you you do go into that fight or flight mode, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's hard to think. Like I actually, like I remember this very specifically for this specific scenario where I I shook myself free and like whipped around, and I was thinking logically. I'm like, okay, don't freak. Mm-hmm. Try to be nice, but be stern. <laughs> you know. So I was sort of, I was, you know, I was straddling the the logical and fight or flight line, I think. It happens. Yeah, far too often. 
Absolutely. And that's why when I got introduced to verbal craft, I was just, I probably spent half the training the day that we took the training and uh, actually Allie Slaughter, uh, who you guys did an interview with, she was uh, one of the people who did the training with me. And I swear me and her spent half the class just in shock. I know I spent the class more of just from the personal safety angle, just going, oh my gosh. and this and this and this like there were so many light bulbs in my head of going the 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 blind community needs this for so many different reasons and and that's why i'm just i feel so blessed that we we are able to offer it in safety positive foundation because i know the more that people get trained in it they're going to be just as impacted as as I was and and transformed because the people that we've had as students in it feel the same way. They're just like, okay, this is going to take me a little bit to get get my hands on, you know, get a handle on it. But once I do, man, like I th- this is going to be awesome and I'm like, yeah, I felt the same way. So, yeah. it's it, it's it's a beautiful thing um when you learn to to communicate like we we learn in the community advocate for yourself advocate for yourself well there's not really a whole lot out there to really teach you to advocate for yourself in those stressful situations and and now we have verbal craft so it's like we're we're ready for business people like (laughs) now now we now we have the training so how do people get signed up for your classes get signed up for your newsletter so it is all on our website. It is safetypositivefdn.org. So FDN is short for foundation. And so safetypositivefdn.org. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go like we're also on uh, Facebook, um, which has got connects with our uh, website. We're also on YouTube. We've got t- f- um, fun YouTube channel or uh, fun YouTube videos where you get to see my fun uh, bubbling personality <laughs> on there as well. But uh, all of our stuff connects back to to our website to where you can sign up for our verbal craft classes where we offer uh, verbal craft uh, pretty much twice a month, our fundamentals class and uh, all of our tea time stuff. To be able to attend our tea time stuff, we do not put the Zoom link on our website. You have to sign up for the newsletter. For safety reasons, we don't put it on the website. So therefore, any of our tea time events like the New Journeys, the Blind Survivors, again, all that gets sent into our news or to our news uh, newsletter subscribers. So for you know, like I said, keeping it safety positive, but all that stuff can be found on our on our website. Fantastic. And we will have links to all of that on our show notes as well. Woohoo. I am registering the newsletter right now. <laughs> hey. Get yours, Get yours today. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I have I have been receiving it for several weeks now. And you know, one of these days I'm gonna make the time to sign up for the classes or or attend some of the tea times. And first I've got to start stop falling asleep on the couch after I get home from work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <a> thing. yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna definitely it's on my list of things to do to get more involved and and to attend some of these yeah our our tea times are are good stuff um i know the people that that attend them like 
they they'll start out with telling me like oh, i'm gonna attend it this you know this time or that time but you know my my schedule gets busy and and but the next thing i know they've attended for two months yeah you know every every <laughs> week great. and i'm like okay you know they just they end up really liking it and and get a lot of value out of it and i've even had people like well what about recording it and i'm like well you know it's all about the discussion you know we don't you know plan on recording it because right. we we want people to enjoy the discussion and you know how many people actually you know listen to a recording I think we're, we're playing around with the idea of doing a recording, you know, later, um, maybe next year. But, you know, we, we want people to enjoy the discussion and not worry about, you know, what somebody might hear later. So, sure. um, and, and that has made the discussion even more entertaining that the fact that it's not recorded. You know, sometimes I say things and people are like, what in the world? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> never mind. It's not recorded. Don't worry about it. Like, Just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Deleted, like we're right. moving on, people. Like it's a it's Next. a weird day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> it's like if you that. guys know me, just just ignore it, you know? Cause uh <laughs> yeah, I've 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 been on every single week. I've not missed a tea time since the beginning. So yeah, it's been been very entertaining some weeks, that's that's for sure. Uh my team members would definitely tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. Well, George, Megan, do y'all have anything else? I I do, don't think I have any more questions. No, very informative. I like it. Thank you. I don't think I have any more questions, but I I really love this idea and this the goal here. It's it's fantastic. And so thank you for starting this, Amy, because I think it's very important. You're very welcome. I'm pretty pretty passionate about it. You know, I uh, definitely get my on my uh, soapbox about it and. Uh, <laughs> As uh, as they say, you know, do what you love, even if uh, you're not getting paid for it, and right. uh, cer- certainly not getting paid for it yet. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, definitely yeah. pass the word around. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that because uh, I'm gonna be. I-, I could do this till the day I die. That's for sure. Because I'm. That's I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm just. I'm just that passionate about this. So, very much love doing it. Good. Well, hopefully this will continue to grow um, and we can have you back on again to talk about its success down the road. And Of course, I want to be your repeat offender. That's again. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always love having you on the show and definitely want to have you back. Especially when you go global. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'll be fancy then. 100%. Well, with that, I guess we'll wrap up today's show. Again, we will have all this information in the show notes on how you can get in touch with Safety Positive Foundation through their website, get signed up for their newsletters. If you would like to reach us here at Hands on Safety, you can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. Check out our website, handsonsafety.net, and you can reach us on Facebook at uh, Hands on Safety Podcast and on Twitter at hands underscore safety. It's actually X formerly known as Twitter. Uh, yes, X. Thank you. I forgot. <laughs> I was waiting for it, Leslie. I was waiting for it. <laughs> you were prepared for that. <laughs> I I only get reminded of that when I see the app uh, in my social media folder on my phone. Oh, yeah, it's not Twitter anymore. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if I, I don't know if I'm even logged in or no my username and password anymore. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be the same. 
it should be the same, but I think at some point I got logged out and never, never logged back in. Got it. I just see everybody saying X formerly known as Twitter. So it's just the new tagline now. Yes. It's like like France formerly known, you know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, Amy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. And we will, we will be checking this out and hopefully get more involved. That'd be awesome. Yep. Definitely be awesome. I always like getting to spend more time with you guys. So (laughs) absolutely. We'd love for you to. Thank you, Amy, for coming on the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope y'all tune in for our next episode. We love bringing these shows to y'all. And so with that, I'm going to say good night. All right, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a good one. <laughs> Take care. Be safe. Be safety positive. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that one right in. <laughs> All right, everybody. Okay. Be safe and be safe. <laughs>